wanna, I wanna study with the Chavra two things this morning. I wanna say something short on Tkav Shoifer because we started with Tkav Shoifer and we're talking about coming together. So I wanna start with a Harif from Reb Miller on Tkav Shoifer. Reb Miller said that we describe the sun ace, Hashem should raise a banner, to gather, now it's an interesting word, it should say, to gather us. We want Hashem to gather us. Pull us together. We want to be together. We want to be a unified people. So we should say to Kab for God blow that great horn for our freedom, the sun ace, and raise a banner, There are two ways, it's interesting, there are two ways of gathering people. There's the ears and the eyes. It's interesting, we speak about Takabi Shoifer Godol, is our ears should hear something that rallies us. Sun Nase, we should visual. We should have a banner to see that gathers us two effective ways of gathering the people through sound and through sight. Shmi and Ria, two ways. Why we need both? Should we just have Ria? Should we just have Shmiya? Sounds like you need both. You need to hear it and see it, both. So let us hear, let us learn things that form, that cause a great shayfer, that gather us, that become the shayfer gadol, and let us see things that gather us. But what's this lekabes goliyosenu? To gather goliyos, it calls us goliyosenu, the exiled ones. Lekabsenu, to gather us. I say to gather the exiled ones. Says Reb Miller, we only have geula if we're makir, if there's a kara that we're in galus. The gu'ula, the redemption and the gathering and coming together are for those that are makir, there's a chesarin, there's something missing. That's l'kabe's goliyoseinu. To gather the people that recognize there's a, that, 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 that they're in galus. That's the word that Miller says, goliyoseinu. Those that have akara that were in galus. In Berein Fashis, we say Berein Fashis Rabbis V'chesreinon. In simple pshat, a V'chesreinon is Hashem created us V'chesreinon. And that which we are lacking, our needs, Hashem created us. Thank you Hashem for creating us. V'chesreinon. And that which we are lacking means our needs. Thank you Hashem for creating us and our needs. Food, water, Air, thank you for creating us and all our need, friendship. But of course, we can understand it also. Hashem created many souls and our holes and the things we're missing. People are so afraid of our lacks. We're in a world that's a huge conversation of self esteem. And people are missing all different chisrainas, all different flaws and lackings. They freak out and lackings in that place we can put a lot it's good to be mock your lackings great people they have a lot inside of them I, I think about what's in the Pnim you read about Tzadikim so the books tell us the Chitzaniya story of the Tzadikim 
the external story. It's on us. The book is not written. Only the Torah is written internal Gadol book. All the art scroll books are the external. What you see, how they, I'm reading now about this Rev. Rothenberg, remarkable Yid. But you're seeing it's really about him and his Rebbe Ray Davis. Incredible. Very recommended. There's a book now about the Sadik Rev. Rothenberg, Moish Sefer's Rebbe, an incredible person. It's really, a, in a lot of ways, a Sefer about his Rebbe, Rebbe Davis. An amazing Sefer. Ray Davis learned in Slobodka. Was it Sadik? Ray Davis had a yeshiva. The yeshiva went 365 days a year. The yeshiva ran like our yeshiva ran. When you have a chabura that likes each other genuine, it's not a public school, it's a yeshiva. Why would you, there's no such thing. Why would you be off? You don't want off. I promise you, Ray Russ is not looking forward to off from a relationship to Abby Friedler. I promise there's nothing like that. He wants off from the yeshiva. From the chefs called yeshiva, we all want off. From the relationships, from the friendships, you don't want a day off. Ray Davis was, it wasn't the walls yeshiva, it was relationships. They yeshiva, they learned Torah basmada, they sang a lot. He was a slobod Tzadik, he pushed his bachim to play a lot of ball, fascinatingly. He held it was very healthy, very fascinating. This Reb Davis was a very, very big yid. And the Sefer, if you want to learn about Reb Davis, who was a remarkable Talmud Chacham Tzadik, this book on his Talmud, Reb Rothenberg, is more a biography about Reb Davis and also contains about Reb Rothenberg. But when we read biographies, we learn the Chitzonius of the Tzadik. They can't tell us the Pneumius unless it would be an autobiography. We, want, we don't know what's going on inside. But we try to deduce what's going on inside. And certainly inside of a Tzadik, they're not dominated, I suspect, with thoughts about themselves. I think smaller people are busier. I think dominated is about service. They seem to be very about service of Hashem and less dominated about thoughts about self. But Iker is service, service, service. That's what I suspect. I have reasons to suspect that. But they're also, of course, any servant and busy with service of a melech also has to think about themselves to be a good servant because the melech doesn't want a robotic servant. So they're definitely thoughts about self. And in the thoughts about self, it's obvious that great people are keenly aware of flaws. Keenly aware of flaws and know, know that we're created with flaws. And they're not afraid of that. In that spot of flaws, in that spot of void, they're trying to fill it with something. That's the place that we exercise. We have flaws. There's something called kinah and they respond to kinah. Kinah is a void, is a flaw. It's a place that there's not a muna there. And in that place, they work. That's the place where they work, to fill it with emunah. There's anxiety in that place. They work to fill it with emunah. There are holes and flaws, and they're not afraid of those. They respond. They talk back. There's taiva in that place. They fill it with faith. In the place of void. So, we thank Hashem. We thank Hashem for that place of flaws, of void, of missing, of lacking, because we want to be sincere servants, and in that place is our opportunity to work diligently and to work hard to fill it with valuable lessons, to fill it with valuable things. So we actually thank Hashem for the chesreinon that creates our opportunity for Kiddush Shemaim. Golos is that tremendous void of distance from Hashem. 
And the people that are willing to live with Golos, that the awareness that there's a void, the want to fill it, the understanding that there is something to fill, that's the people of Kabsena that are Zaycha to a Gola. The people that live, there's a, there is a void. There's a void in this beautiful, wonderful world. We have voids. There's something called Golos. And the people that live with that, Kabsen, Lekabiz Goliyoseinu, to gather and bring together and elevate, to bring Gaula to those that live with that awareness. So I wanted to share that little Ha'aram Tkabishoifer. I wanted to study something on the past week's Parsha, Parsha's Pinchas. <clears throat> I've been intrigued for Parsha's Pinchas for many, many years. I'm not going to talk about Kanas right now. But my name is Pinchas, and I've been fascinated. I grew up with a certain picture of a Kanoi, a wrong picture. People use this in the vernacular. I don't know if you grew up this way. If there's a really mean guy in shul, like a, just an angry, nasty, bad, bad midas, so people tend to call him a Kanoi. He's a Kanoi, he's zealous. <laughs> it's just slang, and it means he has horrible midas usually. So I grew up, there was like a Yid who was a Kanoi we all were scared of. He basically, in English, he had bad midas. I realize now the adults who called him a Kanoi, they were, they were just trying not, not to say Lashon Har, they called him a Kanoi. I don't think it's a great idea because whenever I came to Pinchas, Kanoi and Poigenboi heard Kanoi, I pictured bad midas. Pinchas's midas were, were nifla. And there was no, it wasn't, there's no shaykhist to cast. The mid of Kanoi, the Messiah Sharm describes, is Avas Hashem. But I've always been fascinated by the parish of Pinchas, what a Kanoi exactly is. The Messiah Sharm talks about it. It's not what we're going to discuss this morning. But I want to discuss something from Parshas Pinchas that Chavetz Chaim. And the Chavetz Chaim writes something that's very, very intriguing to me. Coming off the end of the year, right into this Chavetz Chaim, I appreciate it a lot. There were two Shvatim. I'm not talking about, when you talk about a Shevet, you can talk about the large, the, the, the Ruvenites and Sheminites. I'm talking about the people. There were 12 Shivteikah, 12 Yidin, 12 Tzadikim. So two of the Tzadikim, there was a Shevet, there was a Tzadik called Binyamin, it's one Tzadik, and there was another Tzadik whose name was Dun, two tzaddikim who were, each one, one of the shivteka. And these two tzaddikim, Dun and Binyamin, each had mishpachis. Binyamin had ten sons. Ten beautiful, imagine the sons of Binyamin. Ten holy sons Binyamin had. And Dun had one son. That's the Ratzin Hashem. Shem has cheshboinus. Dun has, Dun has one son, that's all he was like, one son. And Binyamin has ten sons. <coughs> Dun's one son was called, his name was Chushim. And we know the Gemara tells us that Chushim was a cherish. He was mute. Couldn't speak and couldn't hear. He was mute. So Dun has one mute son, and Binyamin has ten sons. Ten children Binyamin has. To fast forward 250 years. Now all of us can only picture what people said. People look at a man, they look at his family, that he's Zaycheh. 
<coughs> to raise and teach and give over Torah to. And Binyamin is has this robust, beautiful, his ten sons, Mamish's own minion. Mamish's own minion, ten sons, Yishmak. I have this hobby, I go with my boys and we go to the Nurk and we take on any five inner city boys. There's something that makes me feel young. I'm one of the brothers. I'm, I'm, these days my kids call me Boris Dio. I'm like the little guy who became like a banger down low. They score. I think my kids like playing with me. People like playing with me. You get more shots because I can't shoot. Turns out to their Milo. So they only have to divide the shots up four ways. But it's geschmack. I feel always so rich. Going with my, I feel young and rich. I feel young. I'm running with my boys and they don't make fun of me. And I feel rich, a whole, we're a whole team. Baruch Hashem, I have five boys. Baruch Hashem, Yisrael Mayer is not up to playing yet because he would take my spot. So it works out perfectly. We, we're now five brothers. I'm Bimkai Yisrael Mayer. We score about the same scoring average. And we say that we go to the park, I feel very rich. I have such a geschmack chevra. And they're taka good, we usually win. It's fun to go to the park. You can beat people better. They call us the Spurs because we pass. Like, wow, it's like a chiddush, a chiddush, a wild chiddush. They take turns going one on five. And we like play five guys. It's like, like playing two sports. It's cool. Like basketball against baseball. Mom is playing two sports. But kishmak, you go to us. I feel young and I feel rich. Binyamin had ten boys. Mama, she could do a full court against each other. Ten boys. And, and Dun, this Sadik Dun had one son who's mute, who's a cherish. Go fast forward 250 years, and the Shevet of Binyamin has 45,000 men from the age of 20 to 50. 45,000 men. And Shevet Dun has, I believe, 64,000. Let's say, why should I, I shouldn't estimate? Say, say it, right? Let's read what the Torah says in Parashas Pinchas. It describes the size of these two Shvatim a couple of hundred years later. B'nai Binyamin, so it describes the Binyamin is 45,600. Done a couple of hundred years later is 64,400. Dun is a lot bigger, is about 18,000 bigger than Shevet Binyamin. Says the Chavetz Chaim, Ashkoches Hashem, Ein Eitzav Ein Tfuna Neged Hashem. Hashem runs the world. And from one son who was a Cheresh, Chushim Ben Dun, one son who was a Cheresh, a whole army emerges, a huge, robust Shevet. Merely a couple of hundred years later, that child becomes so big and so powerful. The Chavetz Chaim's point is Ashkachas Hashem. If you read the Chavetz Chaim, he's talking about Ashkachas Hashem. I take this Chavetz Chaim, and this is Nechlal in the Chavetz Chaim, to see the value, don't overestimate it. Don't underestimate anybody. One chushim, a whole world comes from chushim. Don't underestimate anybody. Chushim ben Dun, this holy tzaddik, chushim, a whole world comes from him. Now, now, 
Rabbi say one person, if a person's matzil nefesh achas, is you saved in Eilamali. Our nature, we're human, we're impressed by numbers. That's just how we are. The etzem, you don't need this, it's only a visual. One is ever powerful. Don't underestimate ever one person. Any yid is powerful. It's a siyua to help for us. You picture Chushim Ben Dun, picture a world, a world that comes for Chushim Ben Dun. I like picturing a youngster in yeshiva, a 10th grader, I like picturing him as the, as the, as the head of a mishpacha. For many years, Menachem Wiener and I talked for many, many years, in many difficult situations, it got us through, we used to speak about him holding a little baby in his hands. Nice to see him, Moya. We spoke many times, we visualized, we saw a child in his hand. And I promise it got us through a lot, it got him through a lot. And he pictured, I'm going to be a father, there's a world that's coming from me. Now, I always shared with him and pictured him holding his little baby for years, for years, through difficult times. We pictured him holding a little baby. Now, I want to say that he always thought I did it like for him. Challenges, difficulties to picture worlds that come, it was for me too. And I pictured him holding a baby. Now, you sh- the MS were, if we weren't human and didn't have void, we shouldn't need that. A person is a, is, is, is a, a person's valuable, it doesn't need that. But we're human. And the numbers impact us. And if you see numbers come out, it impacts us. There's a very famous story from Shlai Mahayman that I always like explaining to the Olam, really the story in detail, because... It needs more explanation. A famous of Shlomo Hyman famously, when he said cheer, he would scream and yell. He was famous. That giant Rosh Hashiva, Reb Shiner, the Rosh Hashiva of Kamenetz, was a Talmud of Reb Shlomo Hyman. He produced many great Talmudim. was a tremendous Talmud Chacham and Adam Gadol in Taravidas. And Reb Hyman said cheer. He, he, he brought it. He brought it. No holds bar. He brought it when he said cheer. And there was one day, it was a snow day, there were only four Talmidim there, and Rabbi Hyman is screaming and yelling. So Bacha said, Rebbe, you know, I don't get it, we're four guys, we're a small crowd. So he said, reportedly, I'm not just saying shir to you, I'm saying to your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, your children's neighbors, your children's friends, your children's Talmidim, your grandchildren's friends, neighbors, Talmidim, I see thousands of people in the room. Now what I want to explain is that's a good idea to see thousands of people, but not because you need thousands. Chushim ben Dun is special for himself. Never use that word, chush, a terrible word, terrible word. There's a beautiful school for handicapped people that used to be called chush. It became a bad, a lousy word. Some person decided to use the word. The only, they would call this word, that word, they would call the word itself, it's just a bad word, it's not a good word. Chushim Ben Dun was a big tzaddik who was a cheresh, who was a mute. And Chushim, the value of Chushim doesn't need that worlds come from him. Chushim is valuable for himself. But us humans who are impacted by numbers, who are impressed by numbers, we could use it, we could use it with taiv. We use it with taiv. 
Many Yetzaharas could be used Lataiv. Many Yetzaharas. Here's me Oivai Sichakmeni. It doesn't just mean I'm smarter than my enemies. My enemy I could use to get smart. From my enemy I get smart. So normally there's the Yetzahara to be impressed by numbers. Whoa, big numbers. Whoa, we can be impressed by numbers. So we could just say, okay, so we're so messed up that we're impressed by big numbers. Wow, large. But we could use that letaiv. So if we see a chushim, picture 64,000, an army of strong men that come from this one. It doesn't need that, but it helps us human people who tend to dismiss one, seeing 64,000 people a few generations later, help us value the one, it's a siyua, it's a help. And Rav Shloyme Hyman, the story that he was saying, I see thousands in the room, you don't need thousands. He saw one guy in the room, that's all you need. Of course you should scream and yell for one person, because a person's worth it. He just meant for us that there's a visual that was, had he come to value one, the seeing the many that come help him are a siyua to appreciate the value of one. But don't overlook somebody, never overlook. I once, I once told my Rebbe in the later years, in the last number of years, I've been thinking a lot that what I got from my Rebbe, I'm just thinking a lot more in touch with him, B'siyat Deshmaya. And he should have refuah shleima. He's sick right now. He should have shleima. And I'm thinking a lot about my Rebbe. And I said to him, I, I called my Rebbe, and I said, in thinking back, so you said many shmuzim, many impressive shmuzim, but I said what sticks with me most is shalashudas Torah. So that's what impacted most of my life. A lot of the, a lot of my love of Avram Avinu. And my fascination for his life comes from my Rebbe and specifically from Shalashudas. And, and here he brought alive the, the, our Avais. Our Avais became our Avais to me, to my friends at Shalashudas. I told my Rebbe is when I think it over, we had such a small group, Shalashudas. Even though it's funny, when you're young and you're old, you see things different when you're young. Then when you're old, when you're young in camp, the guys, the counselors are the best ball players in the world. You see them later, they're pretty weak. So I always declared, did they just get bad over the years? What, I was a little kid. When you're a little kid, so the guy is like, he's crazy, he's the best ever. Okay, you get older, nope. <laughs> you get old. you were a little kid, they're very tall. They used to be, I'm telling you, the counselors. I don't know if you'll believe me, when I was a kid, People 18 were like seven foot eight. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I saw my own eyes. When you're, when you're a kid in camp, when you're 10 years old in Magan Avram, all the staff members are about seven foot eight. They all almost dunk. I'm telling you, they played above the rim. I remember it. The mamish soaring for rebounds. They went to the top of the gym, ripping boards. The nature when you're young is things maybe look a little different. Crowd sizes could swell. There was so there were millions there. With all that, my picture of Shal Shuz was a very small crew. It might even be smaller than I pictured. It was a very small crew. I wasn't so little also. I started very little there. It was a very tiny crew at Shal Shuz. It's a couple of people. And I said, I'm most moved by what you did for us at Shal Shuz. 
that you took it so seriously because of my Rebbe Shalashudas Torah. I'm Zaycher to say Yashir every Shabbos I'm in Blue Ridge. I say Yashir to ladies. It's a very, it's often a very small share, and I always try to think about that. I try to bring it there. I try to say a lot. It's a very important share to me. It means a lot to me. My wife's there, my sister, Robinson Russ is there. It's a few people, a few people. Some weeks with swells to like 12 is an overwhelming mass. Usually the Shabbos, maybe there were five people there, my wife, my sister, and three others. And it's a very important share to me. And I think to what my Rebbe did, and I told him that I'm so moved that for years, for years and years, but you took it so seriously. And you brought it to a few, you valued a few. And he said to me, he, he liked a lot. He was masking and said that that's very important to him also. He like thanked me for noticing that. He said it was a very important part of his life as well. Those small little share, that little group, he thanked me, it was, it was important to him. He said, you're maturing. He, he, liked, the, he liked the notice. The Kitzar Advarim is, is that the value of, the value of one the value of a yid is huge. We can use the help that a chushim ben done becomes such a large. And it doesn't need that he becomes 65,000. If chushim has no kids, if he has no children at all, the importance of one can't be understated. The fact that the Rabbi Shalom can build from one such an army is but a help to you and I. It's not the Seba, it's, it's not the Seba, it's not the reason Chushim is so important. It's only a help to you and I to help us appreciate how important a Chushim is. A whole world can come from Chushim, that, a world of numbers that you and I will be dazzled by. But Chushim ben Dun, make no mistake about it. Kolamatzel nefesh achas misrol is matzel oylamale. You saved a oylamale. What does an oylamale mean? It means everybody who ever lived. If you save one person, it's it's like you a matzel and oylamale. A full world means everybody who ever lived in the world is there. That's what it's matzel. It doesn't differentiate if you save a little kid who can become an army, or if you save a ninety-three-year-old man. 93-year-old man who's having no children. He's a bacher. He's having no children. It doesn't differentiate. You saved the Nailamali. But the Chushim Ben Dun picture that the Chavetz Chaim made for all of Klal Yisrael of the one mute son who ends up becoming a giant shevet, a, a, a huge shevet, bigger than the Shvatim, that bigger than Binyamin who had 10 sons, that visual is a good visual for a don't underestimate a person. One of the things that happens the last night of yeshiva, people you think you know stand up and tell their story and you get like intimidated. What you're contending, what you're working through, what you've done, what you've accomplished, much more than I thought, much more than I knew. We walk away, I'm still in that period, it lasts for a few weeks if you don't work on it, but you can't, for a few weeks you're in inus. You don't, you don't, you walk by, you don't underestimate people. A person's very powerful. A person's very important. And the value of one, the value of every single person is very, very much lived and understood for a few weeks and the goal is to live it all our life, not to underestimate people. A big part, a big part of our world that was Zaycha to be part of is this Nikoda, the value of each one. 
each person's to be celebrated, each person's to be appreciated, each person's to be known their importance. We study together yearly, and we're here in the summer, so, but we'll have opportunity to chazer. We study Rus yearly. I happen to, that visual of Rus, there's two pictures, two tziurim of Rus, but the picture of Rus in that field is so wild to me. She has every strike, if you will, against her. Every reason to be on the outs. Rus is a Giyaris. She's new to Klal Yisrael. She doesn't have family. She's the ultimate outsider. She's a Giyaris. But not just a Giyaris. If you come from, you know, a Portuguese Giyaris or Giyaris. Okay, Portugal. She's a Giyaris from a despised people. She's a German Giyaris. You know, it, it's, it's like not just this Giyar, okay? A person's new here, Gishmak, a Portuguese Giyar. She's a Giyar from an unusual place. There's a tendency to feel like an outsider. A tendency to feel like... The Torah 36 times says, Avas Hager. I have seen this. People who have a father again, a grandfather again, tend to feel like outsiders. Our job, mandated by the Torah, over and over is to make people insiders. That's a whole avayda. Avas Hager is a tifa avayda. That you create that the person's an insider. That's Avas Hager. They're an insider. You're one of us. You're part. And prove it. Show it. Teach it. Validate a person. Create an insider. That's a mandate from the Torah. That's a mandate in the Torah. Take the outsider and make him an insider. Bring him in. Bring him in. Bring her in. Abba Sager. So Rus is an outsider. She's a Giyaris. Not just a Giyaris. A Giyaris from a despised nation. She's an almana. If you know anything about a person doesn't have a husband, the job of a husband is to bring his family into the community. A healthy man brings his family into the community. I love that my kids have a community. We belong to a shul. Rev. Aaron Beller, this tzaddik, is an important member of my kid's life. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not saying he's, he's not that rebbe. He's not, though he's taught us things. But they're important people who are part of our lives. A Yitz Rabinowitz, a Penny Spirit, all these beautiful people, because we're part of a community, so my kids have these beautiful Yidden that they look up to, tremendous Balei Chassadim, B'nai Torah, wonderful people, tzaddikim, that are very part of our lives. One day you belong to a shul. Because a man brings his family into a community. A community is very, very important to be part. We're part of a people. And you bring your kids into that. None of this nonsense, Yadavim, Friday night here, Shabbos day here, and Mincha here, we don't belong anywhere. That's a bunch of nonsense. Belong to a community. Bring your kids very specifically. It usually comes around the shul. Join a chapura, a group. All of a sudden, your kids have role models all around. They're hugged and surrounded. They're part of a, they're part of a community. Which ultimately, they're part of a people. And Almana doesn't have a husband to bring her into the community. Some men do leave their wife and children. Almana and Yisayim. They don't bring them to a community. But a healthy man brings his family. Rus doesn't have a husband to bring her to the community. So there's no husband. She's a Giyaris from a despised people. She's an Almana. She's an Aniya. She's poor. A poor person. 
doesn't feel, doesn't have the opportunity to donate and to give and feels often estranged and left out. Poor. Rus is poor, but she's not just poor, she's the poorest. She's that Aeneas, she's left, she's picking leket in the field. She's picking things that fall from the farm <coughs> in the field. She has every strike that would cause a person to feel left out, to feel unimportant, to feel not part of things. And with all those, with all those strikes, we're taught Bayaz sees two things in Rus. Sneus, dignity. She's very careful how she picks up, how she picks up those pieces that fall the leket. And he sees a diktuk in halacha. We all know if three pieces of grain fall together, the ani is not allowed to pick it up. If two pieces fall, the ani could take it. So, and she's mamish looking. Two pieces, picks it up. Three, no, no. Two, yeah. She's with sneus. She's not leaning down so her dress doesn't come high. She sits down. It's very awkward. She like sits down to take the two pieces. She sits down to look. And she says, no, three pieces. Stands back up and sits. Very strange. You see, Anin, if you ever go to camp and they have outside, they throw around candies or something. People hop up everywhere. I'm not, you know, picture by a good afruf. Bombing candies. Then we all run to the, mi- the middle to pick up the candies that we threw because we want candies. We want to throw the chasn again. People go to pick up the candies. You run and you grab. Picture you see a youngster who sits down. Sits down, takes. Moves over, sits down, takes. Strange muzar, such a strange sight. But Rus does this with Sneus. Tremendous care with Sneus, her dignity. And tremendous care in halacha. Two she takes, three she doesn't. And Bayaz is amazed by both those anhagas. And they're both, this, they're both the same nekudu. The diktuk in halacha means that you matter. The caring in halacha, you're Eved Hashem and you do it a certain way because it does matter. Because it does matter. Because my actions matter and the exactness of my actions matter. And the tzneus that says I'm dignified, I count. And that Rus in her situation, where she was, recognized I matter and I count. And as a tzneus and a diktuk. Those two things. So one picture is Rus out there in the fields. Out there in a position where most people would sense, I don't matter, I'm not significant, I'm on the outs. And she has a complete akar of her importance. And the second visual of Rus sitting on her throne next to Shleima Melech, Ima Shel Malcha, she has a beautiful throne. And people walk into the palace and you see sitting there the queen of the Jewish people, Ima Shel Malchus, the mother of the Malchus. And Rus sits on her throne. I love those two pictures because every Yid has to know about their throne, about their significance and importance. And at all times in their life, Rus treated herself the same dignity. Well before she had the physical throne, the Imash al-Malchus, she knew of her importance. And this Yisait is such an important part of our Chabura, the value of one and the value of each person. Sigh on somebody else and sigh on ourselves. Sigh to use it for ourselves, that each person counts is important. I was Zoycha this Shabbos, Benachem Wiener named his daughter. And he was holding this Shabbos Parshas Pinchas. 
when the Chavetz Chaim taught us about the world that comes from Chushim Ben Dun and to utilize it to value Chushim, we were Zaycha this Shabbos. This Shabbos Menachem Wiener named his precious child Chaya Amuna, a life of faith, Chaya Amuna. And he named his precious child Chaya Amuna. Uh, he's calling her maybe Emmy. I'm still on Chaya Amuna for a while. We'll see if we switch it. But it's always a Shaila. The father gets the right to name the baby at the Amad. Does the father have the right to tell us what to call the baby? That's a big Chakir. It's an old Chakir. I don't think Chaim Tzvi's father called him Perky. I have to ask him. We called him that. Yesh Laden, who gets the right to give it, to tell a guy what he's called? We have to figure that out. It's a big machloik. It's me and Yo-Yo's father. Because Yo-Yo's tata always corrects us. But I think he just wants to say his name rightfully. Yo-Yo's heilige tata is makbit to say the name in full. To say the name in full is a beautiful hakpada. He wants to say out a name like Yisrael and... We all call him Yo-Yo, but if his father's right, we have to remember the, the full name. But, um, but this Shabbos that he named this child, Chaya Amuna, and he was Zaycha to have a precious child, it's important to know that worlds come from each person. Worlds come. If a person wouldn't have children, a person wouldn't have children. A person's older and not having children. Iker told the same of a person is that Maisim Toivim. They're worlds from each person. But the fact that children and grandchildren, we could see armies, we could see 64,000 people, Mechushim Ben Dun certainly could be used to our benefit, to visualize a person. I always feel a Rebbe of a youngster, a third grader, that you see a little kid. So it's, it's a certain, almost natural, the Rebbe could be aggressive, the Rebbe's the strong guy. Picture his armies, picture he comes back with his whole chevra, it, not just he one day is a big, big guy. He comes back with his army. He comes with his whole army. And he comes back to, to, to greet you. Picture that scene. Picture that scene that he comes back with his whole army. is a very, very Kedai picture. You'll treat him with more dignity, with more respect. You're seeing a guy who's the head of an army of Avdei Hashem. He's going to come back with his five powerful sons. Visualize him that way. I like visualizing the 10th graders in the yeshiv with the mishpacha, as the reish of the mishpacha. It's the head of a family, the head of a family of robust sons. Worlds come from each person. Each person is tremendously valuable. This is something to always, to always have in mind. I want to say one last thing in five minutes we're going to start I want to explain what we're going to do in a few minutes besides that little word in Tekabe not to be afraid of Wade and from the place of Wade Goli Yosenu we're called people in Golos and we're thinking these weeks about void of missing in the relationship don't be afraid it's sad I'm not making it a happy zach but I'm saying from that place of void we could fill with something and we aspire to fill don't be afraid of that the second thing is value each person. Each person's journey and mission is extremely, extremely important. I want to thank Yehuda Deitch is here with his mishpacha. Where's Yehuda? Ah, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. I want a lot of marrieds here. It means a lot. Yehuda's here to help run it. And I want, I'm tremendously thankful that Yehuda's here. In yeshiva, we started weekly having a lot of marrieds, and I'm, I'm unashamedly appealing to you, come with your wife, come with your children, we'll wine and dine you. 
They're in the hotel in the corner. There's snails. You have everything you need and want and more. It's set up beautifully. And in yeshiva, more and more and more. Weekly, marrieds are coming. Weekly. Yaakov Ritchin was there a lot of the year. Yitzhi Hertz was there a lot of the year. And then weekly, Hanoch Hertz came. Elio Mendel came. Many, 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 many marrieds came. Vaishlivi came a number of times. And all different. Yaakov Litch, Mul Frankel. Many, 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 many other marrieds came over the year. And it's important to me that marrieds are there. And I want to tell you why it, it's so important to me. We were Zaycha for the first time in Durham that we had marrieds learning in the yeshiva. We had many marrieds. Yitzhi Hertz learned the Yaakov and Mendy Katz was there. Many Shabbos. They sat and learned the whole year. In Durham, Menachem Glazer came in the afternoons to Durham and came many Shabbos with his precious children. So I want to tell you why it's so important to me to have the marrieds there. Why I'm so thankful Yehuda's here. First of all, we got Yehuda. It doesn't need more than that. that but that Dailam gets. I want to tell you why I'm thankful he's here with his Mishpacha. And I want to say simply that maybe from the most important things that we study in Yeshiva is the way the Torah guides us practically in our life and connects to all the aspects of our life. We don't study in yeshiva and then, oh, now I come to a world and I work, I support my wife and I have all these other aspects of my life. The study of Torah tells us how to do everything in our life. I want to say a word that we learned over this year and close with this. It's, I really shouldn't say this late in Avad, but if we're reviewing the year, this was one of the most important tires we learned this year. I'm going to say it in only a couple of minutes. It really should be ours. And the Torah is that all of us know the following mushal. Listen, listen to this yo-yo. I apologize. Tzviki, great to see you, Tzviki. I apologize. Tzviki, do this all the way at the end, Benji. But listen to this. We learned Kedushin in Yeshiva this year, and it gives a mushal. A father gives a wound to his son. He gives a maka, and he creates a wound on his son. Then he gives him a bandage. And he says, when the bandage is on your wound, eat what you want, drink what you want, bathe what you want, give alding. But if you take off the bandage, eat, drinking, and bathing will be dangerous. It's malanumi. It will get infected, a life-threatening infection. So make sure that bandage is on. So too, I created the Yetzirah and I created Torah as the antidote. And my cash on the mushal, it's a horrible mushal, a You know, a good mushal giver takes a difficult idea and makes it more clear. There are people that are terrible mushal givers, Akiva. They take a simple idea and then they start giving you a mushal and they're just like, could you please? I'm not, I don't need your mushal, I got what you were trying to say. And they take a simple idea. Nothing frustrates me more than people speak and take simple things and make it complex. I like when people take complex things and make it simple. And a bad mushal giver takes something so makes it complex. I don't get it. The Gemara is saying the bad Yetzirah, bad guy. And Tyre protects. And the mushal's what? The mushal's what? Somebody give me a bad thing and a protection. Mosquitoes, bad. Off. Spray off, protects mosquitoes. The Gemara said that, I have no kasha. Off on the body, protects against mosquitoes, 
Torah protects against Yetzirah Daniel. Got it? Maish, I'd have no questions. Foul balls. I played a lot of catcher these days because when I ref, I like catching. It's easier for me to see the pitch. It's hard to see behind the catcher. So if you're catching, it's easier to ref. So I'm catching. Foul balls are very scary. Good Got a good home run hitter. Viggy Benayim smacked 10 shots over the fence. He led this year. Second place, Maish Khan at eight. 10 balls he smacked over. He hits it hard. But all of a sudden, he swings his might and a foul ball comes back. Straight back means you're on the ball, Geshmak. Straight back comes that. It must come. I don't know. We don't in Yeshiva, we don't have the gun. Maybe we should get it to do exit velocities. But the exit velocity on a Vicky Benayim foul ball straight at your face is very dangerous. Comes one week, and Shammai's father comes to play, and he's a professional catcher. He comes with this mask, and he picked out the exact mask. He's, his wife told me the amount of effort he went to find this mask, custom made, exact mask. He was standing, I never saw a catch at Yaakov. He was inches behind Viggy Benayim. Like the swing misses him by an inch. He's not afraid, he has his mask. It's very, very imposing on the hitter. When you're swinging, there's a catcher. Maishi knows what I taught you were there that week. Literally, Shammai, Reb Eid Feldman, he's an amazing guy, great catcher. But he's on you, Mamish. He's, he's a good defender. He push up the hitter. is like, it's intimidating. He's right on you. Now, why isn't he afraid of Vicky Benny? I'm, I'm standing back. I'm like almost on the other side of the backstop when I catch him. And Reb Abe is standing, came out in the pocket of Vicky Benayim. He's like, Mamish, right behind Vicky Benayim's back pocket. And he's not afraid because he has that mask. So Viggy Benayim's foul ball straight back, smacks him in the mask, and you're like, oh, everybody gasps, and he's like smiling, picks up the ball and fires it back to the pitcher. He has his mask. So mask, dangerous foul ball, that would be an exact muscle. Yetzirah is that dangerous foul ball, no good comes to that, but don't worry, the tire repels it. But the muscle the Gemara gives, I don't understand. Because the Gemara's mashal, the Gemara says that you have eat, drink, and bathing. That if you wear the bandage, they're good for you. If you don't have the bandage, they kill you. So the bandage doesn't just repel against the bad thing. It makes the bad guy a good guy. Now what's Torah makes the Yitzhahara good? The mushal is, is not an exact mushal. It wasn't bad guy, that dangerous fallible. It would have to be some machine. The, it would have to be some machine that takes a foul ball and turns it into something gishmak. The mushal is so not exact. The mushal is something, a bandage that makes eat, drink, and bathe gishmak. If you don't have the bandage, those things kill. If you have the bandage, gishmak. So too, Torah and the Yetzirah. Sounds like Torah makes the Yetzirah Geshmak. Is the Pshat in the Gemara, Rabbi say that it doesn't refer to Yetzirah, the desire for sin. Oh, we can work on that too. But the Yetzirah here refers to all the mundane matters of our life. And without the Torah, the mundane matters of our life kill us. Because they make us physical. A man goes to work, he's becoming a cow. For a few hours, he's mamish plowing a field. He's a cow. You ever see a cow grazing? He's not a cow. He's going to work for it. 
nine hours. He became physical. He became what happened to his soul, what happened to all his cravings and yearnings and dreams. See, because a guy goes to lunch. A guy goes to lunch. So for, for now, for a half hour, he's a cow. For a half hour, he's grazing. A guy goes to the courts. So now for two hours, the guy is a cow. That's all without tire. Without Torah, all the physical things of our life are distance from Hashem. But Torah puts everything in their place. It's all a picture of service of Hashem for two reasons. For two reasons. First of all, it tells us how to do all those items of our life. He's working, but he's being Mekadashem Shemayim. He's Erluch when he works. He follows the Torah. It's an exercise in loyalty. He's honest. He doesn't take a dollar that's not his. It's not his dollar. If he's entitled to money from the government, he takes it. He's not entitled. He doesn't touch it. He doesn't lie on a penny. It tells him how to work. It tells him how to work. It instructs him. There are ladies and men there. He has gedarim. Great people, big tzaddikim. The Gemara describes of a doctor who had tremendous tzniyos in his waiting room. His whole operation is done with a beautiful tzniyos. So all of a sudden, the way he does everything is done al piyatayra. When he does it, how he does it, where he does it, it's in place. It's part of the beautiful picture of Avaydis Hashem. Why he does it, his motivation for doing it, the guy goes to work, is from the greatest Baalei Chassadim. He's a Baal Chesed. I want you to know, my sons, Maishi and Hudi, helped Reb Chesky Silverman's becoming a Rebbe in Yeshiva. I wanted a T4 and get that in there. He's becoming a Rebbe. And he's moving Chesed Hashem to Blue Ridge. So my son, Maishi and Hudi, worked hours. They schlepped, carried. They, were, they worked very, very hard to help Rabbi Silverman move. So when they came back, I thanked them. Tremendous appreciation their work. But I said, I want you to know something. It's important for me to know. You might look at it. We did chesed for Rabbi Silverman. And Rabbi Silverman was the recipient of chesed. So we're Bali chasadim and he was the receiver. I want you to know with all three of you, he was the, the main Bal chesed. And your chesed is that you helped Bal chesed. The Iker chesed is the husband. He was moving his family. Goimel nafsha yishchosed. He's a Baal Chesed. He's moving his family. I want you to know your Chesed was you helped the Baal Chesed do his Chesed. That's the deepest Chesed. I'm proud of you and thankful. But no, he was a Baal Chesed. He moved his family. It's a tremendous Baal Chesed. He moved. And the Iker Chesed, Rashi says, nafsha is Mishpachdai on the Pasuk and Mishli. Goimel nafsha yishchosed. He was moving his family. He's a Baal Chesed. The Iker Chesed. He moved his families of Al Chesed. And you helped, and you did the great Chesed of helping the Baal Chesed do his Chesed. What a Chesed. But to know that a person's doing for his Mishpacha, that's Chesed. I lost my train of thought, so I'm getting so excited. Bring me back, Hebra. Taking everything in, you can either do it like for good or for bad, you have to. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Akiva. So the guy going to work. I got so excited. come. The guy going to work is about chesed. He's doing for his family. The nine hours, he's a thief. He's being Hashem Amish. He's a giver. 
He's being a Baal Chesed. What he's doing it for, the Kavana is why he's doing, what he's trying to do, how he does it. What Taira does, it takes all the activities of our life and gives it a seder and a place and an amount, a how, a why, a way. It gives everything a place and this is a beautiful world of great things. It gives it a time, a place, a reason. I want you to know a story, Hevra. I'm not saying the story exact. I have to call my brother. My brother told me this story. I'm completely butchering it. I'm just bringing out the point I need. A guy got up, and my brother lives in Highland Park, and a visiting speaker from Eretz Yisrael ripped baseball. He ripped, going to ball games. Um, he ripped, he made fun of him. A guy got up, and he said, I'm, I'm, I'm very upset. I don't know the exact details. It seems his father was a Holocaust survivor. I don't know the details. But he said, I went to ball games with my father. I don't know if he said I'm from because of those ball games. But he said it made a big impact on my life. My games, I went to my father. Very touching. He said, I went to a ball game with my father. I'm from her today. I may be from because of it. And you're coming and you're ripping ball games. I went with my father to games. Let's begin my life. The speaker was very moved. He not only apologized. He said, I'm going to go. I, he didn't like sports. He went to a game with this. This kid, he, from Arizona, went to, he said, I'll go to a baseball game with you. And he went to a game with this guy, something happened at the game. I'm not, there's a gun, it's a true story. He went to a ball game. Now the word is that he's saying, he's saying in, in the most authentic of ways, it, a, he, something had a place and a time and a reason. Could you say it's just frivolous? If he's saying I'm an Ebed Hashem because of these games. We had an ice hockey team this year. They're nice like a team. I'm like, go with Chaz during the year. Are you like called it? They're guys that are frummer today because of our ice hockey team. That are guys that are bigger Avde Hashem because of our ice hockey teams. It's interesting. In the book about Rev Rothenberg, so it speaks a lot about his basketball skills. He was a Division I player. Now, here was a Yid who was a Kaidish. He was a Kaidish. He was a very holy person. You could read about him, he was holy. He very much was happy that Hashem made him a great ball player. He felt, he, he felt that he didn't follow sports for 30 years, and he connected to Talmudim through playing sports and following and impacted many people, many, many people. He utilized something and impacted many, many people. Could you see each thing as a place, a reason? Barasi Yetzar, Barasi Torah Tavlin. I created the Torah that teaches us the place, the time, and the, how to do things, and gives value. And then the very things that could have killed a person, the marshals exact, become part of his service of Hashem, become part of his ruchnius, become all, they're in their right place and time. And that, Rabbi says, is the power of Torah. I want marriage part of our Chabura, by us for Shabbos, by us in the summers, Involved learning in the yeshiva, I want Bachram to see. It's not with studying Torah and then we join, like we join a different world, and we hope not to forget that we learned. The very Torah connects to our everyday life, to family life, to being a husband, to being a father. And I want guys to see in yeshiva, you'll go light. 
I want guys to have part of our matzav yonga light. Marrieds, seamlessly bringing the lessons, bringing the Torah and the ideals we're studying into everyday life, living with it. That's extremely, extremely important to me. I saw this year the impact the yonga light had on the whole yeshiva. They raised the bar for many reasons. But I specifically wanted it that the Bacham should see this point should be obvious to all. It's part and it impacts all aspects of our life at all stages of our life. So I thank Yehuda for being here this summer and wish him tremendous mazel and brachim building a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful home. And this, this idea to us all to take the lessons of our entire learning and to understand through our Torah learning, we learn about all the aspects of our life, how, where to put each thing, what has what value, when to do what. This is an important part of what we learn in the Torah that we study together.